Hello, Cheesehead. Hello, Cheesehead. Oh, how are you feeling? I am feeling better for sure. It's been a while, really like the last week. I feel like the last time we recorded, I was like, I'm feeling better and things are getting better. And then I kind of took a turn and I have felt like absolute trash all week. But I started on an antiviral, so I have COVID in case anybody uh, missed that announcement. So I started taking an antiviral um, at the end of this week, about Thursday or Friday is when I started. And um, it's really helped a lot just in like the couple of days that I've taken it. Hell yeah. Do you want some bad news that oh. is a surprise to you? Yes. So we never, no, not we, it was me. The last episode never posted. I don't know where it went. Really? Yeah. So you guys have not heard us for a whole week. And Jordan has thought that you heard us for a whole week. Oh, no. I didn't even notice that. You know what? Now that I think about it, it surely didn't pop up on my Spotify as like, new episode. (laughs) It told me that it loaded. And then when I went to go check on it the other day, it did, in fact, not and all the audio is gone and i have been so slammed that now i'm telling you sorry oh hey don't worry about it it's that's technology man i have learned if nothing else from this pandemic i have learned that technology is amazing but can also just randomly decide it doesn't want to do what it's supposed to well especially for some reason when it comes to us (laughs) oh my god that's so true oh so for those of you here welcome to tea and tarot i am kate the brave and i'm jordan (laughs) (laughs) i was like yes you are Uh uh nice to meet you (laughs) (laughs) and um this is the podcast where two psychic mediums come together and we talk about life and some of the lessons that we're learning um, ghost stories, everyday things, and just whatever else we really want to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> and um, we're here to make sure that you have a safe space to be yourself too. So pull up a chair, let's get the tea brewing, and let's get started. Do, 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 do. This is the, the outro. Do, 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 do. Welcome back, fellow cheeseheads. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> we, I love it. I do too. We're official, officially, <laughs> officially <laughs> initiating you into our Cheesehead Collective. Yes. So we love to have a whole family of cheeseheads. What kind of cheese do you think? <gasps> we should make a personality quiz on what kind of cheese people are. Oh my gosh. Do we need to know anything about cheese? Hell no. I'm definitely oh, going to do it by just the common things I know. Like if you're Swiss cheese, you're definitely like, like probably an Aquarian. Like you're a little off a little bit, but like still sharp, witty. You just are a little weird like us. <laughs> I love it. Let's do it. Oh, ooh, I even have a platform to make that happen, I think. Mm. That'd be fun. I know. 
So, Jordan Cheesehead, what have you been up to besides being sick? Uh, <laughs> that's pretty much it, honestly. Like, I've been in bed almost all day, every day. I've tried to make myself go outside and just like sit outside and get some vitamin D, uh, but mostly just laying in bed and watching Stranger Things, which I finished yesterday. Okay, no spoiler. Bleh, bleh, I can't talk today. No spoiler alerts, please. <laughs> no spoilers, but it's so good, and I can't wait for season five. Okay, one question: Did you cry? Oh my god, so much. Uh, oh, you know what though? I bet that helped some of the congestion. It did. So, for those it- of you who didn't hear last week's podcast, Jordan is sick. <laughs> Yes, I am sick. I've had COVID. It is crazy. I, you know, triple vaccinated, but it's going around. It's spiking very heavily in Texas right now. And yeah, it's rough. And you know what the roughest thing about it and the reason that it's probably spiking so bad is it took me a couple of days to realize that I was really like sick because it does, this particular variant does feel very much like allergies. Like the first day I didn't feel well, I was like, oh, my allergies are bothering me. And I even took allergy medicine. And what like piqued my suspicions was I didn't feel better after taking my allergy medicine. And I was like, oh, that's not good. But it was so mild at first. And then um, the back pain kicked in and that was really intense. And that's what I knew was a symptom of this new variant. And so that's when I tested and then it was all downhill from there. I had no idea that back pain was a symptom of COVID. Yeah, it is. It's this new strain. It's probably the Delta or the Omicron, but it's, um, yeah, it's got lower back pain. It's really common with it. It feels like that really bad lower back pain you get like right before your period starts that shit is a pain in the ass (laughs) that's like my worst period symptom for sure mine too it's miserable speaking of periods jordan made an announcement on the last podcast the lost episode we shall call it (laughs) um about period trackers can you do that again oh yes so as you all know on i believe it was june 24th um, the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade, making it no longer <sighs> federally protected to have access to reproductive care such as abortion. Same and we abortions. Know that, yes. And we know that in some states, they're going to absolutely run with that. Um, and our wonderful, fantastic home state of Texas is one of those states where they're going to look to criminally prosecute women who try to obtain safe abortions or even who have miscarriages or things along those lines. So it's important that you are careful with how you collect your your um, menstruation data. So I know there are a lot of apps out there where you can use it so it can kind of track when you're supposed to start, when you're supposed to start, uh, stop and make sure you're regular. Uh, but unfortunately, if you were to be under a criminal investigation, that most of those companies could be subpoenaed and they would have to share your information and they could use that against you in a trial. So a few episodes back, it's been a while actually, 
Kate talked about this great app called Stardust, which is a period tracker app. And Stardust has just come out and said that they are going to encrypt all of the data on their app so that if they were ever to be subpoenaed, nobody could see your information. Oh, yeah. That's so, so scary. And you know what people don't realize? Look, we, for bodies that can reproduce, periods have started at an even earlier age than they used to. I got my first period when I was 13. There are kids getting their period when they're seven years old now. Like, yeah, and it's because America is pumping their food of so many hormones. It's like fucking up our bodies. But that's like, I digress. That's a whole other issue. And I'm not going to be, I'm not prepared to be super educated about it. But so you could essentially have a seven-year-old little girl who something happens and now she's pregnant. And what? She can't have a safe abortion because somebody R-word her? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not a good situation. And no. I know people are clinging to, you know, the fact that most abortions are not an emergency situation like that. But, you know, at the end of the day, it deeply affects one person's whole entire life. And the fact that we would not have control over that situation is mind-boggling. And I think it's important to remind everybody that being pro-choice doesn't make you pro-abortion. It just means that you know how to mind your own business and let people do what they need to do that's best for themselves. Yeah, and you or we have no right to tell people what is an emergency or stressful for them because I think we actually talked about this on another episode. Like everybody has a different tolerances. Everybody's built differently. It's like if you were just, if a dachshund and a Great Dane were to stand in a puddle of mud, it's the same puddle of mud and the dachshund's almost up to his chin and mud and the Great Dane's barely his paws are in. Like, you just can't. Everybody's different. It's just stop. <laughs> just stop. <laughs> I'm such a scary time. So it's important to stay informed. It's important, even though it's a pain in the ass to think about stuff like that. And it seems like you're being extreme. We just don't know. We just don't know what it's like. And unfortunately, this decision has set other landmark decisions in danger. And we just need to be prepared for the worst case scenario because our government has proved time and time again that they don't have our best interests in mind. No, because we're not money. We're, well, I mean, we are. We make them money, but we're people and they don't care about people. They care about mm-hmm. lining their pockets with money. And it's fucking bullshit. Thank you. And if you're on here thinking like, oh, these are just some liberal crazy people. I also want to say that I have been so disappointed by the Democratic Party that has used this as a re-election, like, sentence and, like, donate to my campaign. Like, they're like, you see this happening? This is why you need to vote in the next election. It's like, bitch, I did vote. And what are you doing right now to help me? Nothing. And I'm not liberal because, to me, like, 
the whole system just sucks asshole. Like it's just a bad time all around. Democrats, Republicans, it's so fucked up and nobody really cares. Nobody really cares. That's how I feel. Oh, and nobody has nobody has to be held accountable because right now our politics are being run by big companies with dollars. So yes. it's kind of scary. It's a dystopian feeling world. But do what you can to protect yourself. Find places and people that make you feel safe and just really burrow into that and use that to help bring you some peace and all of this craziness. Yeah. And there are plenty, plenty of resources where you can donate, sign petitions, show support, a lot of um, various different in a lot of different ways, not just monetarily. It's not, it's not all about money, but <laughs> so there's other things that we can do to like support. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. It's just so, ugh, it's so frustrating. I'm frustrated for the kids. I'm frustrated for myself, for my sisters, my cheese heads. Like it's just fucked up. It is. It's a really, it's a really crazy time right now. So I'm very grateful that we have this community and we have each other. Or we know it's a safe space. And man, just make sure you're keeping in touch with yourself and how you're feeling. And just know that if you're feeling some kind of way, that is completely normal. Like things are crazy. Yeah. And if you need support, um, you're welcome to reach out to me over on my Instagram. It's at Kate period, the period brave, Kate the brave with periods in between. Um, I do live in Texas, but I do have a lot of outside resources. If you ever need to go camping at a new state or if you need to go on a little road trip, I got your back. I can help find you a place. We can just get it worked out for you because everybody deserves to have safe health care. Amen. On that note, I made a painting. Oh my gosh, it is gorgeous. This is one of my favorite ones. You're, it's amazing to me how much your skill has grown. It's so cool. But I think it's also one of my favorites and it's so big. It's so out of my comfort zone. <laughs> it's gorgeous. I really love it. Um, it looks almost like 4th of July to me, but also... I think what it actually is, is um, blockages from a divine message, like creeping in. Oh, what a beautiful interpretation. I can definitely see that. Yeah, it's cool. I'm thinking about, you guys might get lucky. I'm thinking about listing it for an auction. It's gorgeous. It could honestly, I can see it going up on the wall in just about any decor setting. Yeah, it's really pretty. I like it a lot too. It's the, yeah, I don't know. I like it too. <laughs> I think it's lovely. Girlfriend, can oh. we talk about Hotel Havana? <laughs> I need to hear everything. So uh, for everyone who missed it, I was supposed to be able to go to San Antonio this last weekend and go to Hotel Havana and hang out with the amazing employees and explore the hotel. But COVID had other plans. 
but you did get to do those amazing things so I need to hear all about it first of all we need to go back and just so you know and oh I don't know if I can say that right now there might be an opportunity in October for you to come back and if there is there is somebody that I really want you to meet that's an employee there and I feel like I don't know I feel oh my ears hurting my ears are ringing I'm so excited (laughs) this is so exciting um I feel like it's somebody that's in our soul family oh I love that yeah so there was this guy who I'm really bad with names especially when I'm meeting 15 people in two hours but he I instantly felt a connection to him you want to hear something crazy about this person yes okay so I get to Hotel Havana and I meet Tressa who is always so stunning she wears the cutest clothes they're like flowing they're artistic but like not in the artistic way where it's like out of the realm of people's comfort zone like no she's just she's always like stunning I need to say that because she came out of that room and I was like oh my god here I am wearing like booty shorts (laughs) anywho so we met up and then we she helped me carry things in we went down to the bar and there were no customers. There was one person behind the bar working. And then there was who I thought was a customer sitting in the back chair in the bar, but he was an employee. And it's that guy. So he's one of the first employees that I encountered for the night. And then we did the readings. He came up for the readings. He was there for past lives, Jordan. So I think that maybe he was the one that you were supposed to give that message to. Um, and I think you're going to have another opportunity for that. But That's good. <clears throat> I was able to give him some past lives, but I think you're going to be able to go into it in more detail. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, bro, like you totally have gifts. And he was like, well, how do I even do that? And I'm like, well, just try. I was like, look at me. Tell me what <laughs> one of my past lives was. And he nailed it. An English baker. No way. Yeah. Have we talked about that one before? That sounds familiar. We have not talked about it yet. But I would love to. Because that's all he told me. I'm like, tell me more. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yeah, you're fucking nailing this, man. And then guess what? At the very end of the night, that same person ended the night. He was at the bar when we went down at the very last of the night. That seems important. That's very significant. Yeah, it's very interesting. But I have had, so so I think we've talked about this before. Psychics go through things called downloads. Well, we all do, really, whether or not you're in tune to your gifts. Um, we all have moments of downloads. <clears throat> and these are where you are just like, living your life and all of a sudden you have like a new skill set or new knowledge or you have like this premonition of something that's going to happen it's just like how you would download something onto a computer it's stuff that's being downloaded into your whole system not just your brain but your whole system 
So I have already been having like crazy past life downloads. I told you about that guy, right? Who, when I tried to access my memory of like who he was, a past life memory came up. Yes, yes. I don't think I talked about it on the podcast. And I tried to explain it to my husband and he did not get it. So I'm going to do my best. And if you don't get it, it's fine. It's cool. You don't have to. (laughs) No pressure. (laughs) But what happened was I met this guy and his girlfriend slash wife. Um, I don't remember because I just met them barely. And we spent an entire night at this party, like sitting together the whole night talking. And then a few weeks later, I come to this mutual person's other party. It was also her, both parties were hers. So she has another party. I come and then I see that guy and I'm like, just staring at him, trying to remember where the fuck I knew him from. Like, where do I know you from? Where do I know you from? Where do I know you from? That's the worst feeling. Oh, it's so frustrating. Cause I'm like, I know, I know you. And like, you know how when you try to remember somebody and then so you start accessing memories, like going through your memories, you know what I mean? (laughs) Yes. So I was going through my memories, trying to figure out where he came from. And the memory that came through did not even happen in this lifetime. Like he looked kind of different. He, it was like a completely different setting. I remember he had like the bandana um like you know how people used to like fold the bandana and then wear mm-hmm, it over like right back here yeah mm-hmm. yeah 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 he was like wearing that I think he had like a white tank top on I almost said the wrong word for that and that's not what they're called a white tank top on and we were smoking together and I was like this did not happen but this memory <laughs> is like so vivid and so fresh why do I remember like so then I'm like well did this happen when I was like drunk sometime and it's like a blackout memory or like you know like I was just like trying to really figure it the fuck out which is so funny because like you're not and you really never have been the kind of person to get like blackout drunk like you know what I mean like yeah I don't drink really that often so it's so funny that your mind is like reaching for literally anything to try and make anything. It. I'm like, why? Where is this memory coming from, <laughs> girl? I had to pull my friend whose parties they were aside and be like, where the fuck do I know him from? And she was like, <laughs> she's like, she looked at me like I was had three heads, and was like, girl, you literally sat next to him all night at my last party her divorce party which was phenomenal and I was like that did not come up in my brain at all at all and it was because the memory that came forward was a past life memory that's so crazy I love it it made me feel like I had Alzheimer's I was just like what is this Oh, so yeah, past life memory is I have been getting big downloads on, which I am loving, but it's like kind of confusing sometimes. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It really throws me for a loop. 
but that guy I think we knew from a past life and he has a friend who was like like he came in and I was like why aren't you playing music what are you doing for your music career right now and he's like how do you know that (laughs) (laughs) you're like here we are that's my who my hookie dookie like (laughs) (laughs) that's what I'm here for baby but um I'm pretty sure he I really do feel like he was John Lennon in a past life like I really do feel that way I don't know why I don't know what it is maybe they were just friends but I'm like I'm pretty sure you were John Lennon and you need to play music and that guy who is part of our soul family, I think, also should be investing in his music, which I told him. And you know what, Jordan? They're freaking neighbors. Her um, face is shooketh. I was like, can you describe my face right now? Because I have no words. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know either till we found them in the bar at the very end of the night. They were both in there. Isn't that crazy? Your face is just like, (laughs) I don't see Jordan speechless very often. Uh Uh-oh, she's so speechless. The connection went bad. Are you back? Are you here? (laughs) Oh my God, are you back? (laughs) I'm back. Oh my, for those of you who don't know why I'm laughing, which is probably all of you. (laughs) When the thing froze, Jordan's face was so shocked, like mouth open, eyes wide, hand on face shocked. (laughs) And then the screen (laughs) and then the screen unfroze and she was like so serious. Yeah, I was so annoyed because I was like, no, I froze. So I was looking at the screen like, are you kidding me? It was my, are you serious face? Oh my God, I'm crying. Oh, I don't know why. That was so funny, but it was like dramatic. That is a stark change in emotion. Oh, so what do you think about that? Um, That is like the craziest coincidence, like what are the odds so it's not a coincidence clearly so, yeah that's the coolest thing ever oh I cannot wait I just like I feel like when you come up there I really feel as though we're going to hang out with them or at least one I can't wait yeah 10 11 <gasps> boom what does that mean let me look it up 10, 11, 10, 11, 10, oh, this is how I remember to look things up. You're welcome. Um, I literally sing songs all the time for everything. You know, I sometimes feel like we have some of the same guides because same. I, I get a lot <laughs> of messages through my songs. I just, and like I just walk around singing all the time. Oh, yeah. 10, 11, Okay, so if you keep seeing repeat numbers and you're not, ooh, freedom and excitement, baby. We love this. 
Um, 10, 11, when it comes to love, well, I don't think it's love, actually. I think it's just life. Um, angel number 10, 11 represents freedom and excitement. This number is typical for people who enjoy their life to the fullest and who are free-minded. Oh, I love that. Let's Thank channel you. that energy. Yeah. Oh, you know what's really cool about that energy, too? Um, yesterday, I did the market at Brickett Blue Star, which I will be at again next Sunday. If anybody wants to come get a reading, that is like the absolute cheapest way to get a reading. It's only $20 there. Um, <clears throat> but anyways, I was doing readings there yesterday and freedom kept coming through. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I love that. I forgot what we were saying before the angel number came through. No oh, clue. If you have been seeing angel numbers, just Google it. Just Google it. Yeah. Because you're going to find something that resonates with you. And then that is the message for you. And if you are somebody who deals with anxiety, which I think we're going to talk about a little bit more. Um, when you see something and you like it, you're not liking it just because like, oh, I like this and I'm going to make this my message. It's like, no, that really is the message that's resonating with you. And like, it's okay to sit in that energy. It's okay to have positive messages come through for you, you know? Yeah. And it's important to, again, check those different like facets of receiving messages because you may think you're not getting anything from your guides and then boom, you're getting it right there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's always good to just explore. And again, like you said, if you read it and you're like, what? That doesn't make any sense. And it's probably not a message for you. It's probably yeah. just something passing by. So acknowledge it, look for it, and then release it if it doesn't apply to you. Mm -hmm. And, and, and <clears throat> um, the Four of Cups comes to mind. The Four of Cups is like a girl, she's sitting underneath of a tree, and then there's a hand coming out of a cloud, like handing her a cup. And she, well, this is on my RuPaul deck anyways. And she's just like, has her sunglasses on and she's like not acknowledging what's being handed to her. Mm -hmm. So don't get so set in the fact that it has to unfold in this specific way. Ooh, this is either deja vu or we've had this exact same sentence happen before. Um, I honestly don't know because deja vu has been really wild lately too. But don't get so set in, in it happening in the way that you think it's supposed to happen, that you are ignoring and miss messy nope, ignoring and missing messages that really are coming through for you. Cause you're having things being handed to you, but you're just like not acknowledging them at all. I definitely think we have talked about that before and it's amazing and not even just in your spiritual journey, but when you have preconceived notions of how things can be, it can make you not accept the good things that are right in front of you. So I think that is important to remember, like it's okay to like, again, have that vision board that manifestation, but also be open to accepting abundance in other forms. Yes. Ugh, I've been getting that card a lot. <laughs> and I'm like, how else can I be grateful? But like, I really did need to. It's just like, 
everybody goes through these things everybody at every level whether you're a ceo a celebrity a billionaire like we each go through these same cycles in some way or another and not a single one of us is above anybody else period so beautiful yeah allow yourself to, to work through things okay now i have another question for you I have one serious question and one not serious question. What do you want first? Give me the serious question first. Have you ever did something in a completely wrong way just to see what would happen? Um, yeah, I mean, there are some things that I uh, know. I'm like, is this going to produce a good outcome? Maybe not, but I'm just going to try it and see what happens. I especially feel like that whenever I'm dealing with like other people, you know, there are some ways where like, I can think of a particular instance where I was having an issue with a person and I found out later that they were saying things behind my back to other people and trying to kind of make me look bad. And I was like, okay, I can ignore this and let it go and move on with my life. Or I can go ahead and confront this person and it might not work out that well, but I kind of need to see what happens if I do it. So I did it anyway. Oh my God, that is amazing. That that right there, it's like, I, so here's where this question came from. I was playing this game last night and I was like, what if I do this completely wrong? And I know that it's going to make me lose the game, but I just want to see what's going to happen. And I was like, why are we so afraid to like get things wrong that we don't even try new ways? Because sometimes when we get it wrong, we're just exploring where, how do I say this? You say it. (laughs) Well, I also just feel like it's kind of like cooking, you know, like at first, when you first start cooking, I can relate to this because I remember being in college and watching my Mimi cook and being in awe because she didn't measure anything. She just threw it all together and always turned out great. And I was like, I can't even freaking make toast. Like, what's going on? So I started out by following recipes step by step, word by word. And then the more comfortable I've gotten, I, you know, will just throw stuff in without measuring. And listen, sometimes it doesn't work out. Like I tried to make Swedish meatballs and I was using the nor, the caldo de res, you know, the beef uh, broth bouillon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that stuff is very heavily seasoned. And I was like, that looks about four tablespoons, but who knows? It's probably half a cup. <laughs> I was eyeballing a little generously and they turned out salty AF and nobody could eat them. So, you know, sometimes it doesn't work out, but also like taking your own path can create, first of all, new confidence because when you do something that's not by the book and it works, you're like, oh my gosh, I do know what I'm doing. And two, it creates new experiences. Sometimes the recipe turns out way better than it would have been if you were just reading it off the page yeah like that's where your growth is is happening it happens between okay I was gonna tell you four tables so this is I am a baker <laughs> and, a, and, a, and a chef I would say for myself <clears throat> um it's funny that you said that it's four tablespoons but it was probably half a cup did you know that four tablespoons is a fourth of a cup and eight tablespoons is a half of a cup. I did not know that. Yeah, so you just doubled it. It's fine. <laughs> well, it certainly tasted doubled. 
I was like, these are salty and everyone's trying to be so nice. They're like, no, they're good. I'm like, no, they're not. I'm gonna have like dehydration for the rest of the week. <laughs> but just like you were saying, like this is where your growth is happening. So the next time you make Swedish meatballs, you're gonna know how to make it even better. And like that's what life is all about. It's it's evolution. It's evolving. Well, and gaining that confidence in yourself is also like it's unmatched. Like you once you know that you can do things in your own way, like you start to feel so strong. So it's worth the risk. And it's so freeing to be like, I can make a mistake and it's going to be okay. The world and doesn't so end. Fun. My life is not over. It's just a mistake. And we're finding freedom in that. And that has been something that is so difficult for me. I'm starting to find out now. And again, I don't recommend self-diagnosing yourself. If you can get to a doctor or a mental health specialist, obviously check that out. But I've become very recently introduced to something called rejection sensitivity dysphoria, which is very common with people who have ADHD. And basically what that is, is when somebody gives you rejection or gives you feedback that is more corrective it feels incredibly disproportionate to how it's intended so like if somebody says you know you're like hey do you want to like come and hang out and they're like oh I'm so sorry I actually have dinner plans with my family like it really hurts your feelings like it makes you feel really bad or when somebody gives you constructive criticism even if it's not a big deal and they're like hey, this is great, but next time do you think you could call me before you start the project? And even though to them, they're just like, whatever. To you, you're like, I have fucked everything up. I feel horrible. Yes. It's actually a common thing that happens to a lot of people. And you have to kind of keep that in mind. For me, that has like changed so much because just being aware that I can skew how the uh, emotion is, you know, I can make it seem way bigger way more intense by my own just like natural reaction has caused me to take a step back and be like hey they probably don't mean it that way you need to chill out that's so relatable (laughs) yes and I always feel so stupid because even when it is something silly like hey do you want to come over and have dinner and they're like oh I'm so sorry I can't I got plans and like I did have my feelings really hurt by that and I'm like why that's so stupid and now I'm like oh it's not even necessarily my fault it's like the way my brain works and I just have to once again I feel like we say this every episode bring awareness to that and then I can control it better and feel better literally and then I don't know who just came in here but it's a lot of energy I agree with you and also there's freedom and like being able to let that go and not being held prisoner by your own mind and recognizing that there are tools and resources out there to help you like work through these things. Tools and resources, man. That's what's going to (laughs) help all the time. And because like at the end of the day, it's the same. We've talked about this a whole bunch too. It's not always about fixing the problems. There are some things, unfortunately, realistically, that cannot be fixed. There are people who have, yeah, things that they deal with every day that are not just going to go away and instead of wishing that our lives were different we can create a toolbox of things that help us navigate and deal 
with the world through our specific lens and it becomes so much more manageable it's the five of pentacles um the five of pentacles it's all about kind of just taking control of your life control of your power and recognizing that the key is just within your hands it's a matter of stepping into your power for that which by the way on my patreon we started a a 30-day tarot pulling challenge every day you're getting a video with a prompt um, that asks you a question that helps to grow your empowerment that helps you to to take control of what's happening around you and it's really cool because i'm showing this community how to do that with their own tools with their tarot decks with their oracle decks even with a playing deck i listed resources if you don't have that you have just playing cards you can grab those and use them in the same way and the prompts have been fucking if i do say so myself like <laughs> they have been amazing they've been amazing it's all about connecting to your power it's all about how to use those resources um, it's not too late to join if you would like to just head over to my patreon it's patreon.com slash kate underscore the brave um, if you need help finding it again find me on instagram at kate the brave there's periods in between though so at, at kate period the period brave um, or you can find us on our T and Tarot podcast webisode, webisode? <laughs> Instagram, which is at T and Tarot podcast. I got it right last time. You did. I'm pretty sure okay, in the last episode, no one will ever hear you get that right. Oh my God. That is a lost episode. <laughs> Hold. I'll find out right this second. Um, switch accounts <clears throat> oh fuck me hold on <laughs> see mistakes they're real it's fine okay it's t and tarot podcast is the instagram so yeah that's what i said oh i met this girl at, in- at instagram okay caitlin i met this girl at starbucks on the way to whole nope on the way to the market yesterday and I introduced her to our podcast. Oh, I love that. I know. I hope she finds it. And if you find it, hello. <laughs> from hello, us. Starbucks friend. Hi, Starbucks friend. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. I don't. Oh, Hotel Havana was haunted AF. <gasps> that, I, I just knew it. So did you have, like, what were your craziest experiences? So we did it. Oh, no. We didn't get to investigate the bar, which is where I really, 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 really want to investigate because it's like a lot down there. But part of the reason why it is a lot is because there's so many mirrors and they face each other a lot, like more than 10. Yeah, a lot. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of shit that is going on down there. But in one of the bedrooms and i'm hopefully going to re- um reveal the audio from that we set up and um i asked vicky to do the spirit box so she had the blindfold on the headphones in and was like listening to the box and then i was asking questions 
and they lined up with what I was asking. And even though I had, even though I was refusing to connect psychically, because I was so tired, and also I think we've mentioned this before, the veil is so thin right now. It's like, be careful with what you're doing, at least for me, <laughs> but I feel like for everybody. Um, no, definitely for everybody, for sure. Have you been having weird things? Well, you've been sick. Yeah, honestly, some of the stuff that's been going on, I can't tell if I'm like dreaming or if I'm awake because I've been taking like a lot of NyQuil and DayQuil and stuff. So Ooh. it's been a strange time. Okay, let me finish my story and then I want to hear. Um uh, 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 uh. okay so we were in the room and then Vicky had that on and then I was asking questions and I was getting the answers before she was saying them so I was like are you a girl or a boy and in, and in my psychic I got boy and then she said boy and then I said how many of you are there I got three she said three and then I said, how old are you? I heard 12. I forgot now. I either heard 11 or 12, but then she said the other one. I think I heard 12 and then she said 11. Oh. Yeah. And then, um, so that was interesting. And then he said his mom was there and worked there. And I'm pretty sure because it was a brothel, which is, I didn't know that. So I didn't really know the history of Hotel Havana. And I still am not like up to date on it. I am trying to find more information. Um, But it apparently used to be a brothel, which is what I picked up on in the bar. And I was like, yeah, because you have a lot of people who are part of that scene here. And it's influencing like your guests, like they're more sexual, they're more this and that, um, which I have a side note to tell you about that later. Anywho, so then we were in the room and that boy was saying that his mom worked there and I was like, I'm pretty sure she was a sex worker. And um <laughs> So that was like kind of sad. And we asked if he was stuck and then he said yes. But then this older boy came through who said he was 19. And that boy was like aggressive. So yeah, the craziest thing that happened was my spirit box has a temperature checker. So if there is a hot spot, it'll flash red and beep. And if it's a cold spot, it'll flash uh blue <laughs> I don't know why I was going to say green it'll flash <laughs> it'll flash blue and then beep um so it was sitting in her lap and it started beeping a lot like a lot a lot a lot a lot and I was like okay like I see that you're doing that can you make it stop now and um as soon as I said that she got rushed She, and it was crazy because like, not even just watching her, but like just the intention, the intensity and the energy around you. It was me, Vicky and Tressa standing there. And all three of us were just like, so scared. We all gasped and like jumped back and like, it felt crazy. Vicky ripped the blindfold off of her and was like, stop the session that's intense yeah it was intense and not like camping 
<laughs> yeah, that's very intense. Yeah, but I also got to help, I think, the mom cross over and like forgive herself because, yeah, yeah, that felt really nice too. Because I felt like she sat down next to me and I was like, You were just doing the best for your babies. Like, you know, here's what I think, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like San Antonio has a lot of like haunted hotel history. And if you're somebody who is thinking that they want to get, into like experiencing the paranormal Uh, hotel havana is a great place to start because the energy there is so much less like hostile and heavy than it would be at say the emily morgan or the manger like those places are a lot more out of tragedy and the energy there's a lot heavier and more i wouldn't say darker because not like there are bad people there but it's a lot more heavy and it's a lot more like intense I feel like Hotel Havana I feel like has this like really like light and beautiful energy because they worked hard to create this beautiful atmosphere so it's a good place to kind of start exploring that if you're interested in it yeah I agree completely and I have not like there's nothing demonic there I give readings there I feel completely safe but there is a lot of activity a lot of activity it's not like the Victoria Black Swan Inn where it's like I'm I will probably um that's not true I'm sure that eventually I will go in there but like it's gonna take a lot for me because it is such a dark energy there like yeah that's what I'm saying this place they have done such a beautiful job at the Hotel Havana, like creating, first of all, just a very aesthetically beautiful, like hotel is gorgeous. Everything about the grounds is gorgeous. The people who are there have good energy. So it creates yeah. a good positive light. And then there's just a lot of activity and you get to kind of experience it. I feel like in a less crazy way. If you, what, first of all, yes, there's a, this couple that we met they live in Houston. They're not even like from far away. They live in Houston. They've stayed at the hotel for like years. Like they just come into town just to, just to stay there. It's, I mean, honestly, it's a work of art. Yeah. But I do need to say this and I really mean business. And like, this is going to be one of the few times when you see like mean Kate come out. (laughs) If you choose to go to this hotel that I call one of my homes, do not, I repeat, do not go there and be a jackass and like treat any of the spirits with disrespect. There's no reason to cuss at them. There's no reason to demand them to do things like they are literally people just like you and me. They just don't have their body right now. So, like, be nice, be kind, be courteous, and, like, just, you don't have to be Zach Baggins. Oh, please don't. Yeah, plenty. I know we talk about him a lot, but, oh, I can't stand him. (laughs) He's such a tool. He's, like, the quintessential tool ghost hunter. Yeah, he is. He is the, um, what is that? Thrash, ooh, throwdown. Is that the, like, shirts that they wear? (laughs) It's very much the backwards way of thinking about the spirit world and the paranormal and, like, thinking of it as this hurtful, harmful, horrible 
thing when really most of the time it's not that. Yeah, it's all the negative. It's all the negative things we associate with frat boys, but it's in the ghost world. Oh, amen. Boom, shagalagalagalaka. Okay, now I want to hear what's been going on with you, and then I know you have to go soon. Okay, well, mostly it's been, so you know when you're sick and you like fall asleep and wake up a lot, and it's like you fall asleep and the world is one way and you wake up and it's another way. Like it might be daytime and then you fall asleep and it's nighttime. So I kept having dreams where I could swear that Colby would be in here like by my bed like Ooh. either like because like he comes he's I'm usually a morning person like I usually get up very early I usually go to bed pretty early I'm like in the summer I may be going to bed in at midnight and that's late for me but in the normal time I'm going to bed between nine and ten most of the time even I get in up, the summer yeah I love to sleep Jordan I love <laughs> you you really set the example for me <laughs> <laughs> I just, I can't sleep in, and so I just get sleepy at night, but, so there have been several times where I would swear, because he always comes in at night, and he'll, like, turn off my light, or turn my TV down, or fix my blankets, and so, I know, he's so sweet, so I would think all the time that he was in here, and then I would, like, see him out of the corner of my eye, and then I'd be like half annoyed, like, oh, now I'm awake. And I'd get up and he wouldn't be in here. And I'd be like, oh, I must have dozed back off. But then I'd get up and he would have been like gone or asleep for hours, like dead asleep. And I don't know like what it was that was happening. And I don't know, maybe I was like dreaming and maybe like seeing it in my dream. No. But I could always feel it's and whatever it was or whoever it was, it was very like caretakery. It wasn't bad. But yeah, I it think was it's like, a spirit guide. Yeah, it was literally like somebody just coming in and it's like almost just like, are you running a fever? Let me feel your forehead. Let me make sure you're okay. Like I never felt blankets move or anything, but it was very much like doting on energy. I think that I can connect on that for you okay I will say at one point I do think I felt my blanket like move or like something like scratch my back but it again it never felt like bad it was all like it's gonna be okay the scratching your back and the blanket are two different people the person scratching your back was your Mimi oh I had definitely felt her this week because she was always the one who took care of me like when I was little and my my parents had to work so Mm. I would go and stay with her when I was sick so I've definitely felt her this week um she lays down with you in your bed you know I always sleep to one side and I always have so even though I have a queen size bed and I'm the only one who sleeps in it I always sleep on the side of the bed so there's always a side of the bed that's open yeah that was your Mimi I'm going to end this podcast here for those of you who like our content please share us with the world because we want to connect with as many people as we can we want to make a safe community for as many people as we can and we're here for it so you can like us you can share us you can review us 
Um, you can follow us on Instagram at T and Tarot Podcast or at Kate Period the Period Brave. Again, if you're interested in joining my Patreon and diving into your own power, it's only five dollars. It's so cheap. It's so cheap. <laughs> you, I mean, you will not find better content for that price. Most people would be asking like hundreds of dollars for that information. I agree. And um, I'm about to, this week I'm releasing something for some of the higher tiers as a special perk for this challenge. So get over there now while you still can. And I hope everybody has the best fucking day watching fireworks and just enjoying their family or whatever else you have planned today. We love you. Yes, if you're not feeling super patriotic, find a good reason to celebrate with the people you love because you deserve to have a good time to celebrate. Yes. I'm going to add one more quick note. Just because things are stressful and crazy around you doesn't mean that you cannot stand in your own power and keep doing the things that you love and enjoy because in doing those things, like you're shining a light into the darkness that's happening around you. And ultimately it's those small choices that are going to create the big changes around us. So don't let this shit hold you back. Yes, ma'am. All right. Goodbye. Bye.